Hey, I'm Andrew Hales. Welcome to another edition of Chatting With. I'm here with Mike. Yep, thank Mike you, Hit. Thank you for being here. Yes. Mike Hit. Yep. Uh, music producer. Music producer, recording studio owner. Sweet. My specialty is helping uh, people who want to get into it and like just start out mm-hmm. and people who um, they're kind of like the working level musician mm-hmm. and they need that that trainer, that coach, that studio, the person and the studio that not only has the equipment and the vibe and the setting, but has the experience to help give them the perspective. I always say I don't give opinion, right? Mm -hmm. I give them the perspective they need individually to get to where they want to get. Has anyone come in and you're just like, do you have no talent? Like, get out. I'm so happy you asked me this. (laughs) People always say that. You know, do you work with what's the wackest artist? People always want to know the negative, right? Yeah. They always want to know that. The gossip. Yes. But this is crazy. Coming, think of my perspective now. I told you about my life and how varied it was and the different types of people I hang around, the relationships, all the people I've worked with, right? Mm -hmm. You start to get to a point where I'm not there to judge people, right? Or give an opinion. I'm there for the perspective. I've had guys come to me when I opened that have been with me as artists till now. And I've watched them go from, I don't know what I wanna do, where do I get beats at, how do I rap, to they're doing shows, they're selling their music on on uh, the internet, they're, they have merch, they have a great following for what they do, right? Yeah. And I have to be able to, to see that, to basically see what it is that their vision is and then bring that vision to life. I feel like uh, a lot of rap songs, it's like the beat, it's because the beat is so good and mm-hmm. like the guys are just being like, mm-hmm. like that one Wiz Khalifa song that's just like, holla holla, or whatever. <laughs> we them boys. You know? Oh, we them boys, oh, yeah. 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 Like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. Boom, yeah, it's yeah, so it's, much energy. Yeah, yeah, like, it's like the-, the That hook is genius it's, too though, we them boys. We them boys, just think you're at the club with your boys hanging out. Okay. You took some shots. Okay. You're dancing around, and then hold up, we them boys comes on, and you're like, and everyone in the club goes, we them boys. Yeah. That dude, phrasing in music phrasing. is just so key. Yeah. Just like finding that thing. That like, thing that everyone can yell out. That, yeah, but in but in that moment, like you're with your boys. You guys are confident. Say one of you bought and sold a house that day or something. So yeah. like another guy got the girls at the bar. So like you guys feel like you're them boys, you know? <laughs> so it's like it captures that moment. How can you tell uh, if a beat's going to work or not, mm. I guess? Like if it's going to sell, if people are going to like it? You don't know. You never know. You don't. You have no clue. <clears throat> All the stuff that comes out of uh, Black Beatles, like it's just blind luck? No. So at that level... Those guys have already created a sound that their core fan base is familiar with from them and that works for their voice, that works for the timbre, that works for their delivery, for works how they are. That's why artists, so think um, uh, Mike Will made it, made that beat, right? Right. And, and so, I saw a little video and it, it, like, it was so simple. He's just like, yeah, I just did this. Yeah, but he just, that's, that's a, another rule. It's like, like putting a thing here, right? This is like my like 10th rule. Uh-huh. Is like find a producer and an artist that work well together. And it's like Drake and 40, you know? It's right. like, it's like uh, you know, dude, the Dog Pound and Tupac. 
it's like Dr. Dre and Eminem. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be complex in its creation, right? Just think of like even friends that you meet. They're just a person, but you don't really work with them. But then you meet this person, you're like, oh, we we click. Yeah. Like it's not complicated. We just click. We go for sushi and drinks, and you know we sit in silence with each other, and it just works. It's, it's like the same key, thing. Like key and peel. Exactly yeah. like that. Yes. Right. It just. DiCaprio and Scorsese. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That and that is why there's not very many. Yeah. Dr. Dre and Eminem, that, Mike Will. It's that chemistry. It's that chemistry that you're fine. It doesn't need to be complicated. It's that that energy that cannot be explained. And when right. it connects, it's over. It's like Syn plugging it, something into an outlet. It's like synergistic. Yes. Crazy. And when I meet clients at the studio, that's how that works. You don't yeah. need to be famous. You just need to be able to connect with people. And look, I don't connect with everyone. Okay. You know, like I have So people. when that happens, are you just like, all right, well, this has been fun. Or like, this has been great. Uh, you good know, luck. No, good. No, I say that. You know, good luck. Yeah. I say if you need, if you do need me, or you decide that there's some some job that I can fill or some way I can help you, let me know. You know, but I'm not taking it personal. I even tell people to go to other studios because okay. they'll be like, "Well, so and so has it for like a little cheaper." You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. we'll say people will debate you over like twenty five dollars, right? Yeah. You know, and they'll be like, and I'll be like, "Go ahead, go to them." Yeah, and they'll yeah. go to them, and sometimes they don't come back, and sometimes they come back, and they're like man, you're it. Or sometimes guys will go around, they won't come to me for years, Andrew. They will come to me once, uh -huh. and then they won't come to me for years because like, maybe they'll be like, oh, he thinks he knows he's talking about this and that. You know, it's ego in the way at the end of the day. Yeah. And they'll go to all other studios, they'll travel around the world, and they'll come back and they'll be like, you, there's something about this studio and you oh. that I get it now. Okay. And the things you were trying to tell me, I wasn't ready for what you were telling me yet. And yeah. that doesn't happen all the time, right. but that happens. And that's where I say that connection is so important yeah. and being authentic with people. I don't lie to no one. I don't tell them the records are good just to tell them it's good or tell them it's bad because I don't like how it sounds. Like I said, yeah. I'm not here to judge or give a personal opinion. I'm here to give perspective that is completely different. You know, it's like... Help me understand what that is, yeah. Perspective. So how can I... So I, I bring you my mixtape. Yeah. It sucks. What do you it say? It doesn't suck. No, say it sucks. It, I can't say that. <laughs> we'll say you... I had a guy come to me once. Great example. I had a guy come to me and he did a video game rap, right? And he was just okay. like a short, nerdy white dude. For YouTube. Yeah, he was sure, like, you yeah. know, like this. You know, and he's like, yeah, bro, we're going to do this. So I'm like, okay. Uh, we record it and he's, he's saying it sucks. And I'm telling him, dude, this song would absolutely work at like a Gamescon. Or like, uh, okay. or like, um, put it on like PS4 to download. Okay. Like, there's no bad music. Nothing sucks. You need the right situation for the music. Huh. Now, keep in mind, back to what I told you earlier. ESPN or NFL might send out a release to producers and say we need high energy orchestral hip hop for our highlight reel that we're gonna put at halftime. Yeah. That's a scenario. I wouldn't send them sad, depressing, trip-hop music, right? They right, right, need right. orchestral hip-hop with high energy. So it's the Wait, same so thing you're with saying music. That, you're saying there's no such thing as shitty music? No. There's no such thing as a shitty movie either. There's no such thing as a bad book. Huh. There's no such thing as like... That's, yeah, that's one way to look at there's it. There's no such thing as a sucky person. It's just... It's kind of like a, the disaster artist. Like there's always a little audience. There's always an audience for everything. Exactly. Right, right. And look where that is now. 
Yeah. Do you see and, what I'm and, saying? And Jake Paul, right. Like yes. A lot of- why spend your time, your whole life? Why? You only live here once, right? Yeah. You're only on earth once. Why spend all this time judging? Trying to please everyone. Trying to please everyone. Yeah. Or, or trying to be like, yeah, that's not good. Why, why spend <laughs> all this you're time? You're getting me amped, man. That's a, I, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, if that you're, doesn't work for like you. You're like a motivational if, speaker, dude. If that doesn't work for you, just move on from it. Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't go to a restaurant and then like, and then for weeks on every time I see it, be like, this place sucks. That food is terrible. Right, right. I hate that food. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. that food don't work for me. I'm never going back. It's over. Okay. You know what I mean? But if the place works, I'm going to keep going to it. Yeah, Do you yeah, see what yeah, I'm saying? Of course, Music's right. like that. This song, I might not like the song. That doesn't mean the song sucks. I mean, yeah, this is a superficial way to put it, but <laughs> if it doesn't sell, then it sucks. If it doesn't sell, then you didn't do what needed to be done for it to sell. And that always happens for anything. Maybe you didn't uh, spend enough in promotion. Maybe you didn't go on tour. Maybe you didn't do shows. Maybe you didn't tell people about it. I've rarely... Maybe, no, maybe the song just actually sucks. No. No. <laughs> people don't like the song. Back to Rebecca Black's Friday. Song sucks, right? But it has what seventy million views. That's that's a anomaly. That it, that's another disaster. Artist. Yes, that's that's almost art in itself. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, I've never seen something. I don't care what it is. Music, movies, books, anything. I've never seen something that had millions of views. That everything sucks. Then essentially, but I've you know yeah. if something has millions of views, it's successful. Right. Even if it sucks to someone, sucks. right, right, whatever okay. sucks means to you. Okay, okay. People um, hate. People so no, so it makes no money. Gets like ten views, then it sucks, right? But what are we basing how they got the views off of? What if they put it out and just no one heard it? Maybe the issue is no one heard it. If it has ten views, no that one means only ten people heard it. No one heard it because it's not. It sucks, and they don't want to share it. N- right? Maybe no. It's like common sense. Like Mark Cuban said. As long as there's a market for something, there's at least 100 million more people I know that I could push that to. There's 8 billion people in the world. So if 10 people didn't share it, you would stop. But um, what if you got to the 100th view mark, and at 101, this person was like, I kind of like this. And they shared it. Okay, okay. I, okay, it's, at the end of the day, it's subjective, you know. It's completely subjective. <laughs> um, how, does, how do songs get on the radio? Songs get on the How do songs get mainstream? That's the business of music. So that's the difference. So like I said, I deal with a lot of hobbyists and enthusiasts. And some people don't want to be on the radio, right? They just want to go to to the studio for the experience. It's like going to the gym. It's like going to yoga. It's like going to a therapist. It's like going to play paintball. It's like I want to go to... But as a general question, how does does a song make it to the radio? It's the industry of radio. So you get a radio campaign. You would pay someone... You know, this guy specializes in getting your song on the radio. So you'd pay him fifteen hundred bucks, two thousand dollars. You'd run a four-week campaign. That's it. I mean, it might be more, it might be less. Depends on his campaign. Like a rumor has it uh, that someone was saying, like when Two Chains exploded, yeah. right? Is he already had money, right? So he brought his money to the label and got a great deal on the promotion. Yeah. of what he did and that's why it was like one day there was no two chains and then next week it was everywhere exactly yes. i'm like it's like you, you have enough money that you can just make your you can just buy your rap career yes and and like i said it's about timing so maybe 
Uh, back, Wicked You sucks. Maybe what you have right now sucks for the climate we're in right now. Hmm. You know, and that just sucks for you. It doesn't mean your music sucks. So maybe you're making like a trip hop, like chill, um, uh, chill, like smoke lounge music, right? Yeah. But the radio is dominated by EDM and trap beats. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It, it, and it's kind of like when, I don't know if you remember when um, Gnarls Barkley put out Crazy. Mm-hmm. When that came out, that shifted the climate a little bit to abstract hip-hop kind of yeah and that's when you got like uh hey uh and things like that where it was like now we've opened that door for that but it the door had to be opened by the right key right Mm -hmm. so gnarls barkley had the experience they already did hardcore hip-hop they come from 90s hip-hop things like that Mm -hmm. and and uh he was probably they were probably just kind of like now's the time for this like the climate's ready for it. So that's another thing. You just got to find the timing for it. Maybe right now is not the time for what you got. Are you like Jake Paul? I don't I haven't really <laughs> listened to Jake Paul. Maybe I get maybe I get my Jake Paul fix from another sort of Jake Paul huh. scenario. You know, like like maybe I don't like how Jake Paul does the Jake Paul style of music. Maybe I get it from somewhere else. What does that mean? But like? I also don't listen to it. I also it's impossible to get around to everything yeah you know what i mean like i might spend a few weeks with one rapper absorbing that rapper i only have one life you know yeah yeah you sound like you like jake paul music well (laughs) you gotta put me on maybe you'll put me on a jake paul and then i'll listen to it he inspires me because he's like i don't know he's not a rapper you know and he yeah he's not but his his rap videos are getting like 100 200 million views so it makes me feel like i could do it myself yeah but did he start doing that though he was a vlogger. No, he. That's what I'm saying. He built his audience. It's another thing where I tell you, yeah. sucks. It doesn't matter if you have the audience. It doesn't suck. But who am I to well, tell Jake? Most of his videos get like I don't know. Even if I don't five, listen to no five six million, but his yeah. his music videos are up in hundred two hundred million. Because that's there's what I mean. Young kids that eat that up, dude. Ten years old, eleven years old, twelve years old. They eat. They're on like this all day on their tablet. <laughs> and that's where you find it, right? You've heard it's every day, bro, right? It's every day, bro. Let me hear it. <laughs> he's just doing it to have fun. Right. He is the audience for it, so he's like, let's just do this silly. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I mean, there's a market. For, that's a market, too. So you can just, tell he's, yeah. And he's, and you he, can tell that he's not like, he's I, like He's I, like shameless. Right. It's not like my love for the hip-hop culture, so I'm going to create this heart-touching song. Yeah. Which I don't expect it from him. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, this is just you having fun, and you have the audience to do it. Who am I to tell you you can't do it? Who's yeah. your favorite rapper? You don't have a default answer? I don't, actually. Yeah. I really don't. I probably have 10 rappers that I okay. can give you. All right, let's you go. Know? Okay. T- uh, you want them? Okay. <laughs> Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, Tupac, Eminem, Big Pun, Cannabis, DMX, um, Never heard of big pun or cannabis. What? I'm leaving. Oh shit! I'm scared. <laughs> I've really never heard of big pun or cannabis. Yeah, well, right. I'm about to transform they, your are, life. Are they, they're kind of indie. <laughs> <laughs> you. Are, <laughs> what? You're gonna love them. You never sure, heard big yeah. pun? Listen to Capital Punishment All right. by Big Pun. Okay? okay. And for cannabis, people. 
You either hate it or love it, but I think you'll love it. Listen to Can I Bust. That was his first major release. And that was when him and LL Cool J can were Can like I Bust? Out. Yeah, Can like, I Bust. Okay. <laughs> no, because he's cannabis, so Can I Bust. Like, oh. Can I Bust? Yes, you can. Of course, I would think it's like, oh, jerking off. <laughs> okay, so that's seven, yeah. Right. Uh, cannabis, DMX, uh, the last three. Who would I have to pick? Uh, last three. This is gonna be. See, this is where it starts getting to the area of like yeah. you could fill it with anyone. I like Fat Joe. I like Lil Wayne. Yeah. I like um, you know those guys are just. That's what they're made to do. You know they're made to be rappers. Jada Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. You know these guys are fabulous. These guys were made to rap. A lot of uh, musicians will take drugs, mm-hmm. like <laughs> okay. Pink Floyd. Probably did a lot of acid, etc. Yeah. Lil Wayne, no, no, purple drink, whatever. Yeah, purple drink, yeah. yeah. And then you Double talk cup. about the soulless. Mm-hmm. Drugs kind of take away your soul, or do they enhance it? What do you think? Mm. Drugs. What is their role in music? Is it are they drugs, better or worse? Drugs. For drugs opens a door to a very authentic you. Yeah. And that could either be a good thing or a bad thing. You know, you might uh, take go on a mushroom trip, you know, and that really take away your anxiety, hmm. right? And you finally, like, accept yourself. Or give you anxiety. Or, or give you anxiety and you go crazy, right? Hmm. Maybe some people smoke weed and they're, like, real chill. And maybe maybe the Snoop Dogg that doesn't smoke weed, we don't want to be around because he's maybe very... Maybe he's obsessive compulsive. I don't know. Right. You know, and that takes that away. And then the drinking. Like, we all know people that they're drinking, they're fun, and you get around, they're just like, like almost depressed. Yeah. You know, and really they're depressed because the drinking took away that pain of whatever it is they feel they lack or they're going through. Mm-hmm. And it gets rid of those things that masks who it is that they are. Hmm. You see? And I think in music now, that's how that works. It just. It just works for them. You okay. know, some people need antidepressants and some people don't, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and that's drugs are the same thing. Um, so it's kind of hit and miss. It, with every, hit or miss, exactly. <laughs> like, all these mumble rappers, like, yeah, they're all like blitzed out of their mind on Xanax. Mm-hmm. Well, there, you know, it's another thing. There's a lot of money in music, like you said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Does that open the door for people who maybe they have the look, right? Mm-hmm. And we can see through that we don't like the sound, but the sound that they're making with their look works well together. So they're able to get on stage and the kid, it's, it feels authentic to people who wouldn't think about it otherwise. Like we really think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have the look, all right, the, the look is authentic with the sound. There's yeah. some people who don't care about any of that. Yeah. They, you know, they're just like there to have a good time and, you know, they're jumping around on stage, yeah. rapping over the track and some people don't care. And that's the market for music to make a lot of money. And it's unfortunate that the industry can be whored out like that, yeah. you know, because there is that. How, how do remixes work? Can I like, can I take Lay Lady Lay Bob Dylan and then Yeah, you could. And then sell it as a remix? You'd have to, you'd have to get clearance on that. Like, right. I, I, there's also that's another another like thing. they would obviously get a portion, but a lot of people like that. How easy is that? It's really easy. It's probably frowned upon, right, in the industry. Depends on what it is. I actually frown upon. So does that song mean a lot to you? 
Like, I just picked any classic rock song, yeah. Well, I, I have, I was saying this to my buddy, and I always say this actually. There's some songs that I feel that if you try to remix them like that, yeah, like you're almost disrespected just the culture of audio. So it's things like, yeah, it's like sacrilegious. Yes, like <laughs> Thriller. Like me wanting to redo my version of Thriller. Like, or when mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj did, um, uh, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Yeah. Like, use resampled it. Like I, people like it. I get it, but it's like the original was perfect. Right. And I don't even want like it's why producers dig for samples that like no one heard of to use that piece. Right. Hmm. You don't want that familiar sound, but just to take something that's so known, I get where you can make money doing that. Yeah. But it's such a cop out. Yeah. Yes. Cop yes. out. I Especially, know. yeah, there's a whole industry on YouTube of just people doing covers yeah. and selling it on iTunes. But what, what I do like, though, is sometimes when people do just acoustic song covers. Yeah. You know, a cover is different. But what I'm saying, when you're taking the whole song, you're taking that whole well known song and just altering it a little bit and now making it your song. Yeah. You know, but it's different if you took something and sampled it. I'm like, that's what that was. I didn't even know what that was. Yeah. You know, but then I hear it and it almost sounds identical to that original hit song. Yeah. I can't stand it. Unless you're doing a parody or something like Weird Al or something like that. Right, know? right. Any last words? What do you what do you want to shout out? Oh my God. What do I want to <laughs> shout out? There's so much. Like, yeah, um, I'll link everything. That'll be amazing. I just want to shout out, first of all, I want to shout out every person that recorded, records, or plans to record at MCM Studios. Because they help me grow as a person. I help them grow as a person. It's part of my journey. It means a lot to me. Anyone who knows me for DJing, anyone who knows me for making records, for recording records, for helping them out, whatever the case may be, I just want to thank even Andrew. You know, thank you for just saying, of course. you know, this sounds so interesting. I want you to tell your story. Everybody who shows me love has showed me love. Thank you, first and foremost. And I also just want to, um, if you need to find me, uh, I'm very easy to find. I'm Mike Hit Pittsburgh, PA. Pursue your dreams and don't live in reality. You know, know that anything's possible, but don't let all the roadblocks and road bumps in the road prevent you from getting to the end. Yeah. Because for every 10 pieces of pain I go through, I also enjoy 10 pieces of celebration and enjoyment, you know? Yeah. And that means I do it. People say, how can you stay so positive all the time? I do it for this, you know? I'm terrified of planes. I still flew out here. You know, my anxiety was through the roof. Mm. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. But now it's like a celebration. Yeah. And maybe I'll have to go through other trials to get to more like this. And I have no problem getting to it because, damn it, I'm going to live to 100 years old. I hope you live. Everyone <laughs> does that like, out here. So back home, we I do this. I never know. Oh, back I'm home, like, it's this, uh-huh. it's this, uh-huh. and it's this. Okay. And there's no bump. Okay. But out here, uh-huh. every person I meet is like. Yeah, I I never, I'm like the king of that. Like, I never know what to do. <laughs> My boy did that. I was like, wait, what's happening? And then this morning, he tried to do what I do, and I did what he did. And he yeah. was like, now we're way off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, let me try Let's see, like this. Okay. Can't think about it. You don't got to snap or You can snap if you want. Yeah, but can't think about no, it. No, yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you, seen any of my, have you seen any of my awkward pranks? You're yeah, pr- there's one just called Awkward Handshake. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I just do that to Wait, strangers. Wait, you watched her on Venice Beach doing that, didn't you? 
Probably. And part of your other comedy skits. Right, yeah. right, right. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, this chatting with, I just Classic. want you to know, and that's the most important thing to you, dude, chatting with. Yeah. I just want you to see what you got, man, and just keep pursuing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Get more guests on here. I don't care if it's like working at In-N-Out Burger. Get an In-N-Out Burger. Right. I want to know from an employee what it's like really to be there or a Chick-fil-A worker. Right, right. I want to know the scoop or I want to talk to like, you know, chatting with uh, an Instagram model. Have you had an Instagram model on yet? Yeah, yeah. Yo, you had an Instagram well, model? Well, I've, yeah. I've you had, had a, Paige Jennings. I, I, tried to, I tried to do... Um, a series of Instagram girls, but I want to continue it. Yeah, yeah. Do a chatting with. You didn't do a chatting with with her, did you? I think, yeah, well, like like a year That's and a half ago. That's the first one. Yeah, it was one of the first ones. With yeah. the black in the background. Yeah. Yeah. The, vo- the voice in our head is always just trying to be against what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. You know, and you go through it a lot. And I get that. And I sympathize with that because, like I said, I come from nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. I, I had a laundry basket of things. You know, at a very young age. Mm. And I don't know why, by the graces of God, it got me through. But I just want people to understand that however hard it is, it's only going to get easier if you just push a little bit. And yeah. if it gets a little harder, don't say, yeah, I tried it. It got harder. No. Well, maybe it's going to keep getting harder mm. until it starts to get easier. Yeah. You know, and you have to bear through that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and laugh just laugh through it all man just try to <laughs> man the spin the monologues man I love That's what you're so doing funny. I do thanks for watching thanks for subscribing um, thank you Mike Hitman Mike Hitman Mike Hit is just my name, H-I-T-T. Hitman. But Hitman is like on my like Twitter and, okay. and, and Instagram, things like that. <laughs> um, check out all his information in the bio, and I will see you next week.